0: Welcome to Investors Gallery, where we are actually in an amazing gallery instead of the almost finished gallery in my home, which I'm still really proud of. But we are in the South Woodlands Art Gallery, um, also known as SWAG. And there is two stories of amazing artwork, which you can see behind me. Um, The place is so large that it's kind of hard to get a really, uh, really nice perspective. But you can see a couple pieces Um, behind me and I will um, do a video tour later. So that will be added to uh, the full length interview with Crystal on YouTube. I want to thank everyone from all the podcast stations. uh, You know what that reminds, reminds me, let's get us on Facebook real quick. I didn't hit the Facebook live button. All right. Got it. Oh, so I now, see it now. now that Facebook is live, I like to thank all the, the viewers on Facebook and all the other platforms. So I've been waiting for this day for a really long time. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. on Facebook and all the other platforms. So I waiting All right. <laughs> I've been waiting on this for a really long time, not because of the art gallery, which is one of them. But I've been really, really excited to, um, to speak with Crystal and I don't want to give everything away. I'll let her introduce herself, but I've been, I've been almost giddy like a, like a little schoolgirl. So thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, oh yeah, thank you. About yourself and we'll, we'll kind of dig in from there.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So my name is uh, Crystal Lou. I I run a real estate investment and development firm here in Atlanta, um, Georgia, where we do everything from, you know, concept to keys. So everything from, you know, land acquisition to the construction, to the development, um, to getting the keys at the end. Uh, I raise uh, private money from the equity standpoint, also debt also. And then we collectively as a team uh, take down projects from from start to finish. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. <laughs> and
0: I saw, saw, I've seen, I saw it. um, <laughs> that did. You, you know that you're, you're a mother with many hats. So I, I like to start in the early days because we, we reach a lot of um, individuals. Right. That's purposely because the audience that we want to bring onto this platform and into this podcast are individuals who do not have access to amazing people like you. Um, if someone met you at Starbucks, you would be a unicorn. They would be like, I met this person and wow. You know, and, and even though you are an absolutely amazing person and amazing at what no, you, you. Um, for our industry and for our peers, it's not... Too uncommon to meet someone who has 50 million, a couple hundred million under management, because that's just what we do. It's like a banker knowing people who have money because that's what they do. Man. So we like to bring the public in who has an interest in investing and they want to be able to talk to uh, a real live investor or expert in whatever field. So I like to start at the beginning. When did your life change or have you kind of always been in a commercial space? When did it start gearing towards the commercial
1: multifamily uh, round? Um, so it started for me about two years ago. So I actually started a real estate business two years ago. At the same time, I started my custom woodworking company um, as well with a couple of other business partners on the woodworking side. Um, so I started that about two years ago. But prior before that, I was a chief of staff for different chairmen and CEOs of different companies for about 12 years or so, give or take, um, and then was a, a CFO, CMO for different companies, um, different you know construction companies, media marketing, uh, Charter Communications, Verizon Telematics, uh, d- different companies, and then um, probably right before COVID hit, uh, we started our woodworking company. And then I started the, my real estate business at the same time. And I was like, man, like I love real estate. I've always loved real estate. And I was like, screw it. Like I'm just gonna dive in and just do it. Right. Like I I had a, a dream of getting into real estate, and making an impact in, in people's lives, and making a difference. Um and so I was like I, I want to make change. Um so I was like yeah well, let me just start my real estate business. And so I did.
0: Wow. Um, how did your family dynamic help or hurt you into that in that transition?
1: um, my my family was there, um, and you know they, they were doing their own thing, but you know, they were supportive in, in what I wanted to do and pursue. yeah, my and my niece, uh, or I'm actually my nephew uh, was as well because, you know, he was like, yeah, I can't wait to walk sites with you and, you know, wear construction hat and, you know, own businesses and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, uh, like, you know, I would love to put him, you know, as um, like owners on some buildings, you know, so that they have that income and that, um, you know, to, to own buildings uh, and be able to walk it and be able to like have that and be able to, you know bring it down from generation to generation and, and create generational wealth. Um, so I, I I can't wait to like walk properties and stuff with him.
0: And you um, have young ones, uh, Rick, is that correct?
1: No, th- those are my niece and nephews. So okay. I I don't have any kids, but my sister's kids are, are kind of like, you know, my kids as well. I treat them just like as they, they are my own. Um, I, I spoil them just as like as just like they are my own. Um, and, and pretty much any children that I'm around, I treat them just like they're my kids. Cause I, I would want that, you know, if I was them. So yeah. I, I try to give them, you know, all, all the love and support that, you know, children need. Yeah. You can adopt me. I can cook too. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah, I
0: promise I won't write on the walls or anything. Like, yeah, be, oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll I got.
1: Written. Hey, I have. I have. Uh, Zoe, my niece, who's six, uh, wrote in permanent marker on. Uh, in the kitchen, it's great. It's great. Uh,
0: did you picture frame <laughs> it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely should have. I should. <laughs> I mean, it's still there. You know, still. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I was like head memory, your, you know, head to your nearest store and get you a, a clear picture frame and right.
1: <laughs>
0: right. So yeah. it, it, it sounds like you, um, were afforded a lot of different experiences through, um, your private, uh, previous employment and that helped you with your skill set to what you do now. Does that, is that, that kind of correct?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but then, you know, in real estate, it took a lot of uh, grit, a lot of determination, a lot of not giving up because, uh, you know, starting from scratch. So it's like building relationships, um, seeing where it can go, you know, because I didn't have I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to get in real estate. Um, I, I was figuring it out um, along the way. But, you know, all the you know, uh, jobs that I had kind of, especially the chief of staff roles, um and the CFO, CMM, CMO roles um, taught me a lot about being strategic and planning in advance and, um, you know, thinking ahead and, you know, thinking about finances and taxes and, and everything like that also. Wow.
0: Um, so let's go into what your first deal looked like and, and, um, well, let's, let's look at that first and then we'll dig a little bit deeper.
1: Uh, yeah. So my first deal was, um, a deal in coming Georgia, um, it's new development. So, um, you know, that was like a $9.9 million deal, uh, closed on that one. And that, that was hard. Um, you know, trying to raise that much amount of money in, in a short amount of time, because um, it was like 30 days or something like that. And um, So raising the equity position for that, um, you know, building relationships and meeting with, you know, brokers, meeting with agents, meeting with investors that had capital that, you know, wanted to two extra money, because, uh, you know, real estate is mostly about relationships and, you know, building those with people and, you know, showing them you know that you have integrity also and you know walking them through the deals and walking you know the land and you know seeing how you can go from concept on paper you know with the buildings and how everything's going to be structured um, to actually you know putting it pencil to concept to actually building it Um, and it and it's a lot but it's a lot of learning um, which I love I love the pitfalls I love Uh, you know learning along the way Um, you know everything is different things are hard in life but it's it's your perception it's it's in your mind it's how you can take it and learn and develop from it Um, so I I learned a lot along the way Um, but you know we we got the deal done and and made it happen and um, we're we're excited to uh, start you know Bull, bulldozing, you know, all the trees and, um, you know, getting the land developed and stuff like that on it.
0: Wow. So when you first started, um, like around the, the, right before the raise and right at the raise, how many hours were you dedicating to, oh. uh, to
1: this? <laughs> uh, man. So, uh, still now, so I, I work from like seven, eight in the morning till, Uh, 11 12 sometimes um it just depends from day to day you know uh, i i work crazy hours um, as any entrepreneur does, right, uh, you, you want to get the job done, and you will do whatever it takes in a relentless pursuit to get it done, um, you know, I had a why, and if you don't know what your why is and to what you're doing, and, you know, being strategic with how you're going to get there, um, then it's, then it's hard, so, you know, with anything that you're trying to pursue, as an entrepreneur, you have to have a really deep why and have a couple of whys, um, to you. So like mine was like to retire my mom in two years. Cause she did so much for me. Um, and you know, she, uh, man, she, she did so much. Um, and so I was like, man, if I can, you know, if I can retire her in two years, you know, um, that would make my life, you know, that would, uh, do it for me. You know, it, I, I'm not like, I'm not in real estate for the money aspect. I'm in it to bring jobs into communities and to be able to help my family, to be able to walk Caleb, you know, through sites and and Zoe, you know, with, with a hard hat, my my sister's kids and stuff like that. And to be able to make a difference in communities and bring jobs and just make a difference um that that was why and then you know then we do a lot of philanthropy as well so like I have a lot of veteran business partners also and we're trying to build veterans facilities to be able to give back and be able to help you know build like a trauma center um we walk like 176 acres um up near 400 not not near Blue Ridge but before it and so to build like a a facility for them to be able to sleep at and stay in so like apartments uh, a trauma center uh, so that you know they could heal naturally and not just be you know given pills and like here here you go deal deal with your PTSD and deal with your suicidal thoughts Uh, you know actually getting down to the the root cause of the issues that they're having and be able to really make a difference in in people's lives in that way, you know, because a lot of people deal with depression, ADHD, ADD, uh, suicide, stuff like that, and it's like, okay, how can we make an impact in people's lives and make a difference, you know, like real estate is a a way to be able to do it, because you can build facilities, be able to facilitate that, Um, and then you can deal with the political realm also, where you can, you know, talk with them about policies and changing policies, um, as well, to be able to implement that uh, to be able to actually really make more change than you possibly thought you could.
0: Yeah. Have you thought about because um, I'm, I'm I'm hearing um, on top of the philanthropy, but also wanting to provide jobs. Have you thought about or are you into? um, I just had the name on the tip of my tongue, but the investor <laughs> visas, um, five o. Oh, Come on, Mr. Attorney. What what is it? With the investor visa? Uh, yeah, e, e, e B five. Have you thought about uh <laughs> my secret shadow <laughs> in the back? <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, have you thought about E B five investments? Uh no no I haven't not yet. Okay,
0: that's um I thought about that when I first started getting back into real estate. So my wife has um or is in mental health and healthcare now. So yeah, a lot of that um. Go hand, in hand goes with what you do and, and yeah. I, I also feel the same way because we we had a mental health clinic here in uh houston in the woodlands and it's so it's amazing so many people don't realize that they actually deal with anxiety depression oh um, yeah and and a lot of people don't kind of know
1: important. that they have it either you know like they they might think like they, they might think like something's wrong with them but they don't know how to deal with it and or they don't mm-hmm. want to talk with people to be able to figure it out um, and you know that's okay but you know giving them a safe space for them to go to and deal with their you know traumas and childhood traumas too because that in turn you know when you grow up it still stays with you if you don't um, you know, get over that and be able to heal from that too. And so, you know, be, be able to make change and that aspect too, um, is, is what I'm trying to do too. Cause you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an empath, um, and I love trying to help people and guide people and be able to give them a a voice of change and, you know, be able to, you know, like, like with the real estate stuff I work on, right. Like if somebody wants to come in as a partner on the capital raise side, I'm like, okay, that's great. Like we can definitely partner. And what, what are you trying to learn? You know, like, are you trying to learn development? Are you trying to learn construction? Like, what else are you trying to do, you know, in or get into, you know, so like I met with a couple of capital raisers um, this past weekend and, you know, they were like, what, like you're trying to help us learn too. I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I would want that, you know, like I, I try to do right by everyone that I meet, anyone that I talk to, because I know in twofold, it will come back. Um, yeah. to me and and karma does too and so you know I always try to be genuine with who I am and what I can do for people and try to help other people uh, in any way that I can you know so I was like yeah you know if y'all want to learn development y'all can you know come on site with us see how the development is how we structure you know everything how we put you know the construction schedules together how that works what kind of vendors we're using um you know what kind of excel spreadsheets we're using what price points are we using um stuff like that so you know some some people are like why are you trying to help us that much you know and like it's just it's just naturally how i am you know like I would want that. I would want somebody to do that for me. So why wouldn't I do it for somebody else?
0: Right. We're going to be good friends because I'm the same way.
1: Yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, a lot of people, (laughs) yeah, but, but then in, but then in turn, like a a lot of people use it and abuse it too, you know, like, uh, I mean, I I was, you know, going to bring on a, a capital raise person and she tried to steal the project from me with somebody else and I was like wow I mean you know like I brought you on to help you and and to kind of mentor you and walk you through projects and you know so like stuff like that happens too but it 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 can't change who you are as a person because with some people it will completely like change them and they'll be like oh no I'm gonna screw over everyone now you know it's like no don't let people that try to do that to you and try to be nasty and mean and bitter and whatever the case may be don't try you know don't let that turn you into a horrible person because of somebody of what somebody else did you know yeah. I always try to remember that too because I've, I've been screwed over I don't know how many times yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: no flashbacks
1: <laughs> yeah flashback.
0: Um, How many people are on your team currently?
1: Um, So I have um, a a development and construction side. Um, They have probably about 15 people. Um, And then me and I brought on somebody, but I'm I'm not going to work with her. That that was the one I was talking about. And then I'm bringing on two more uh, private capital people as well because I have to raise... I think like 150 million in in a year or something like that. Um, and so it, it's a lot. And so I always say, you know, collaboration beats competition. And so if I can collaborate with people and be able to share the wealth, um, and you know, bring other syndicators and private capital raisers um, and other investors, you know, to the table that wants to put funds in that wants to two x their money. I would rather do that rather than me just trying to do it all by myself, you know, and, and help okay. other people um, as well. So
0: I'm gonna ask a dumb question. This, the-, the No, um, no
1: question is dumb. Okay. <laughs> no question is dumb.
0: The $150 million raise, um, yeah. I don't wanna assume that it's a 506C, um, but I wanna ask, is it a, is a 506C raise?
1: um yeah most of them are yes okay. uh, some of them are are 506 uh b so you know okay. can't can't discuss those um but but you know the the other ones are 506 c's
0: would you like to give um some small kind of excerpt of the the 506 c so when i do a snippet i can put that out there as well and kind of help you uh raise that funds or do you want um, to just stop on topic
1: uh, we, we can, we can talk about that off, offline. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, so you have 15, uh, 15 people on one
1: side and, um, a few people. Yeah. On and the other then side. three three on our side. So, you know, mostly for the past two years, it's mostly been me, you know, doing like, so I'll have like 10 to 15 meetings a day, you know, either in person on zoom on calls, whatever the case may be, like I'm out on the road, you know, by eight o'clock, you know, sometimes nine. um, And I won't be back till like 11, 12, give or take depending on, you know, if I'm going to like a real estate event, um, or meeting with people just nonstop. Um, so, you know, I, I meet with people nonstop every day. Still, I, I try to give myself like many breaks. Um, but like, I'm, I'm doing all that. Plus I'm, uh, you know, doing all the marketing on the LinkedIn cause my, my background's in marketing as well. Um, so, you know, or walking, you know, land and stuff like that. Um, so I also work on the the marketing component on like LinkedIn, Facebook, or like doing, uh, you know, podcasts and interviews and stuff like that. Um, so it, that's kind of all me. Um, I like being uh, the one to reply to people like on LinkedIn. And I'm, I like to be the one to message because it sounds more personable coming from me rather than it sounding like a robot coming from somebody else um so like that that's again where like I get my my followers too because they're like wow okay I'm actually talking to you I'm not talking to a robot you know I'm like hey here's my number if you want to call me you can and they're like oh I thought it was like a a auto (laughs) response I was like no it's it's really me uh you're talking to me
0: (laughs) I get a lot of assistant replies this is such and such assistant um, we will get a message and, you know, yep. they'll be happy to meet with you. And yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a different, it's a breath of fresh air, um, when you get to speak to the person directly. And I do deal with, um, quite a few high level people who do respond directly, but I do deal with other people and I get assistance, which I mean, you, as long as, you know, we can get to whatever we're trying to do. I don't, you know, but it is a breath right. of fresh air to be able to speak to, uh, the, the human that you want to talk to. So. <laughs> right, right. So, what what's next? So, after the development is done, what's what's next for you? What's in your uh, crosshairs?
1: Um. So, I mean, we, we have a lot of different projects going on. Um. Like in in Georgia, we have one in Florida. Um. I have an Arkansas deal I'm going to start working on. Um. We have uh, a other new new development projects um some of them have like a lot of publicity to it and political and and, in government um intertwined into it um and then we have other projects you know that are like you know clients that are wanting you know help from a mentorship standpoint or they're needing like a capital raise also um so i'll help you know, clients uh, get that together. Get the performa together. You know, get the marketing package and stuff like that. Um, you know, with my um, construction and development team, um, you know, they'll they'll help me put all that together. And then, you know, we'll go walk land and stuff like that. Um, and you know, just just do these developments and you know, make a difference in communities. And you know, the the next step after that is you know the the veterans facility um be able to you know build something and then give back as well so like 10% uh from me and 10% from my business partner um those will go to you know the the um a you know a foundation or something that uh, actually is you know doing work to be able to help um and that has kind of like the same visions that we do
0: how do you keep your energy up <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, you know, me- mental health is really important. Um, that uh taking you know mini breaks if I need to. Uh, I'll take like many 15 breaks. Um, every couple of hours if I need it uh, because I'll overwork myself Um, like I've I've overworked myself to where like I had a pinched nerve um, and I had to get my chiropractor to adjust me uh, from you know standing so much and working so much and driving so much um, all around town so you know I I take my vitamins I work out um, I try to keep my you know mental health good I I I Uh, do a lot of uh, affirmations and manifestations in the morning uh, to get my day going. Um, So I'll like speak positivity into my mind. So I'm starting my day on a positive realm. Um, So I can't, you know, throw myself off and stuff like that. Uh, cause when you start your day positive, most likely the rest of your day will be positive. And when I have like, uh, bad things that'll happen or something like that, um, you know, I, I try to tell myself that it's a, it's only an hour of a bad day, not a whole day. You know, it's just a bad hour, not a whole, not a bad day itself. Um, so, you know, changing my mindset and stuff like that, listening to, um, positive YouTube videos, um, so that you know I'm, I'm keeping that positivity flowing so I'm keeping my good energy up all throughout the day.
0: Wow, do you take mini naps?
1: <laughs> no, no, oh. I pr- no, I probably need to. Um, I mean y- you know I'm I'm so used to the the grind and the hustle and bustle that I don't need. Mini naps anymore Uh, I might have my days where I'm like uh like this this hour is not my hour um but you know I'll listen to um positive you know um YouTube videos and stuff like that to get my mind back on track and to get back on focus um or like I'll meditate um to get my mind back there so I can you know get get back to the grind of things
0: what is so you have many strong suits it, and you kind of already hinted to this. What is your strongest attribute? And then what do you like to do the most? Um, so for example, me, I'm really good with numbers, but I like to do the marketing branding stuff the most. Yeah. You, or how, how, how are you? What's your character traits like?
1: Um, my character trait is I'm really good with people. I'm, I'm really good at reading people. Um, and I am very personable. So if I can get in a, if I get in a room with people, I have no idea I would be best friends with everyone by the time I leave. Um, <laughs> legit. Uh, if you ask anybody that knows me, um, they will tell you that. And I'm very I, I try to help everyone around me. Um, like, you know, for instance, like one of my business partners um, you know, is is uh, had a brain concussion. And I was like, okay, like I'm gonna order you the all this brain stuff, like I'm gonna send you food, like, and they're like, dude, like why are you being so nice? <laughs> you know, and, and people aren't used to people being nice and helping, but like naturally yeah. I'm that way. Naturally yeah. I'm very giving. Um, I'm you know, I'm very loyal. I try to help everyone that I can um and to some people it's it's bad but you know but but to me it's good I I do it in a in in moderation um I don't go too overboard with it but um that that is one of my very strong suits um that I have and then um what what was what was the other part of the question
0: um it was kind of two on one question so what is your strongest suit, but what do you like to do the most? Oh,
1: I love networking and yourself. meeting people. Yeah, I, I love networking and meeting people, like meeting new people and, and trying to figure out like how people think because mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm very observant um, with people as well. So I can figure out people's mannerisms and things like that kind of very quickly. Um, so I, I love meeting people, seeing how other people think, how they process stuff. Um, you know, how they got to where they got to. And then, you know, it, and then also, like I try to talk people through, um, this is going to sound weird, like childhood traumas and stuff like that. Like try to heal them from a mental standpoint because, um, you know, childhood trauma uh, could affect how you are as an adult. Um, and so when I, you know, meet people, Um, you know, they'll, they'll start opening up and and talking uh, about their life and their experiences. Um, and I'm very intrigued by it. And then, you know, then I'm like, okay, well, you know, well, do you think you do this because you wanted that as a child? And so subconsciously you do things like that. And they're like, ah, you know, (laughs) you're kind of right. You know, so I, I like to help people in that aspect too. Um, cause I'm, I'm, uh, again, an empath. And so I, I can feel people's energies. I can feel their emotions. Um, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not, uh, cause it can drain me completely. Um, but that's, that's, that's probably another reason why I really try to help people. Cause I try to heal them from, you know, things that they're going through, you know, now, and then things that they've occurred, you know, as a child too.
0: Yeah. My wife is an empath, so I, yeah, it's, it's a lot yeah. to take on. big burden. It is,
1: it is, it definitely is,
0: yeah. So what is, once the dust starts to settle, um, and the, the amazing passive income and the equity that you're, you're getting from these properties on the exit, mm-hmm. what are, uh, the treats that you're going to bless yourself with?
1: um retiring my mom um and building her the house that she's always wanted um giving my niece and nephew like a trust fund that they can use when they get older when they understand um and and give back and help other people
0: so you you put yourself last so what are you gonna get yourself
1: yeah see um Never thought
0: about it,
1: have you? I don't know. You know, I, I always put other people, you know, before me and, and to some people, that's a horrible idea. Um, I mean, I, I put myself first in, in a lot of different aspects in regards to like, okay, I need to work out. So I'll take out time for myself um, and for my mental stability to, to do that. So in a lot of aspects I, I do, but, you know, I, I um, try to help, a lot of people too um so you know maybe uh, I don't know build a, a house water. on a water you know <laughs> may, maybe build like you know so a, a small house on the water or something like that because I love the water um and I love hearing it when I'm drinking my coffee uh so maybe something like that but nothing too crazy you know just subtle but mostly like giving back and you know maybe building you know schools and uh third war countries and stuff like that be able to really make an impact because you know when when I leave this earth it's like this like when I leave this earth I don't want people to be like oh yeah she had like 15 cars bro and like three houses it's like no like I want to go out with uh she made a difference in my life she made a massive positive impact in my life and I will remember her for that that's how I want to go out, not with materialistic yeah. stuff. You know I'm that you to go can right buy. In the <laughs> <laughs> right. I like cars. Um, yeah, I love I to, love uh, cars pressure. too. I'm, yeah, I I love cars too. I'm internally I'm a tomboy. I love you know going mudding and four wheeling and shooting guns and tackle football and paintballing um, and. Uh, I've I've been, you know, turkey hunting, deer hunting. Um, so you know, internally I'm, you know, I love doing our bro stuff. Um, yeah. that's why I get along with a lot of men, uh, because I, I love doing all the bro stuff.
0: You need to come uh, out of Texas because a lot of women like doing a lot of those things.
1: Uh, yes, I've Texas. heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> like other other women that live in Texas, they're like, yes. Like, you need to come here and we need to shoot some guns. I was like, yes, I'm totally in.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it's, it's more women going four wheeling and mudding. and, and than a, there It's is so many. much fun. So, yeah,
1: it is so much fun.
0: So, yeah, that, that's going to be a, a exercise I'm going to charge you with for our next podcast interview. I'm going to say, hey, what are you going to buy for yourself? And you're right. Have, you're like, I thought about it. I thought about it yeah that's amazing um so for your your projects have you guys developed all of your I don't want to say software but um like your analyzers and uh the project management uh stuff did you develop that internally or did you purchase it externally or is it a mix
1: Uh, it is a mix. Uh, so, you know, we, we have mixtures of those. Um, we, we use like cash flow, um, uh software and then we have different excel spreadsheets that we use as well um especially with like the vendors and stuff like that um with all of the line items on the construction side and then we have a full spreadsheet for the development also um and then we we use other softwares for for other things also um but i, I like my excel spreadsheets too, but I'm looking at like a, a cash for flow portal also to be able to utilize.
0: Right. Um, I was thinking of um, this is it, Appfolio, but I don't think they have, I don't think it's a cash flow. Um, I think they just focus on more of the uh, mm-hmm. overall assets and um, like asset and management that. and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 more than the actual cash flow part. Um, okay. What is the, is there a target return that you guys try to try to look for? Is it, huh?
1: Oh, uh, to, to
0: stay in? To, to stay, yeah, or, or on the, and here's another, here's another question to add on top of it. Are development returns that you are looking for different from a stabilized return?
1: Um yeah, so with the new development, our ROI is looking from like 22.6% to like 2x. It just depends on which project. Um, and, and I'm also putting together a fund um, right now as well. So if people don't want, don't have you know, a couple million to invest on a project, um, you know, they can just put it in the fund and it'll be utilized um, for, uh, for different projects and stuff like that.
0: Okay, so yeah, twenties, 20s, twenties 20s, uh, return first percentage for development, and then uh, what about two x two x on a stabilized?
1: Uh, no, so the new development it, it ranges from like twenty two point six percent to two x. Um, okay. It just depends from you know project to project, um, and and what all that looks like, um, and then from a value add standpoint. Um, you know, we're, we're looking at like in the, in the 22 range or 25%, uh, ROI also. So it, it just depends. And, you know, you want to look at the gap rates also and what the gap rate is from the beginning. And then what the gap rate looks like on the exit also, Mm -hmm. um, so you can put your performance together and your numbers together. So it all makes sense, um, from a financial standpoint and then what your exit strategy is. Like if you're going to cash out refi. you know if you're going to buy and hold and you know what does that look like also because you know different investors want different things you know yes (laughs) like different investors want their money like asap like tomorrow um and then you know some are like no just like put in 15 million like i'll wait you know because they're just their objective is just to see the development happening in that community um and they know that their money will make that difference um, so it, it just depends from person to person because they want different things they want different cap rates there you know some are looking strategically for you know value add multi-family you know they want a cap rate at four percent they you know want the ROI at a certain percentage um, and stuff like that so it just depends from project to project
0: mm, that makes sense yeah that's that's what we uh, try to explain to either our investors or our yeah i I heard you mention um, coaching do you have a program? do you do any specific coaching that you want to mention, or do you just like me and like to well, we have a coaching program as well, but I like to pour into people do you yeah, have a that,
1: uh you know I've been asked to do one um I've been asked by a lot of people to like do a a coaching mentor program. Um, I mean, uh, like yourself, I always love pouring into people and being able to help people. Um, And so, you know, it's like, okay, like, maybe I can do one. So I'm, you know, looking into doing one. Um, I mean, I would I would take on people to be able to, you know, coach them and kind of train them and walk them through um, how I do capital raise, how all that works, um, putting all the entities together and stuff like that. And then the marketing, you know, piece as well uh, and getting the performer together, uh, concept of paper, walking land, um, different things you're wanting to look for. um, What does that look like? Um, You know, their marketing strategy also with reaching out to people Uh, and then bringing them on into my network and the people that I know. So, you know, like with anybody that I meet, um, you know, uh, at the end of our conversation, like, yeah, so, you know, like, who are you wanting to get introduced to that I could help you um, and introduce you to? They're like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for architects or developers or something like that. Or, hey, I saw you're connected, you know, you have 24,000 followers on, you know, LinkedIn, you know, uh can you connect me with this person you know i'm like yeah sure they're like really i'm like yeah like you know they're like you don't want anything out of it i was like no Taco? no <laughs> <laughs> mexican food no. <laughs> well
0: you know i'm in texas so my brain goes tacos
1: <laughs> yes i i love tacos love tacos
0: everybody loves tacos
1: they're so good they're so good so from the post
0: Projects that you are in now. Um, how do you see your yourself and your team, and even what you're looking for? Have you and or are you guys pivoting in any kind of way um, to handle the recession?
1: Um, no. So we, you know, have our performa. Uh, if we need to change things on the construction or development aspects or the land acquisition, we will. Um, But, you know, we go based off of that. Plus, we have really good relationships with our vendors, with our GCs, with our construction team, our development team. Um, And so, you know, I I still meet people on the construction side, you know, like I just met a a, a guy who owns a concrete company, right? So that if anything happens um, and, you know, like one of the concrete guys are like, hey, I'm shutting down my company now, you know, I'm scared, I'm going to back out. Um, then I already have two or three people, you know, lined up to be able to take that position, you know, on the concrete side. Um, but, you know, if you let fear get into your ambitions and what you're wanting in life, you're always going to be scared. Um, mean, you're always not going to go after your goals and what you want. Uh, you just need to be strategic and plan um, in advance. Uh, I, I think that's where my chief of staff role uh for a long time comes into play and and helps um, because I'm very strategic uh, with what I do. Um, And like, I like to help and plan, you know, and help people plan in advance. Like, okay, what's your goal in the next three to five years? Like, okay, well, we need to do this, hire this person, you know, make these changes to be able to make that come true for you. Um, So, I mean, there, there is fear out there. Yes. We've kind of already hit a recession um, already, but you know, if, if you have, if you had the good teams in place, if you have the good vendors in place, if you have, you know, the good construction development, real estate team in place. Um, I mean, there's land being demolished all over the place. Like, okay. Example during COVID, what was essential? Right. So uh, construction was essential so like with my woodworking company we didn't shut down co- co- there was like co- COVID uh construction was known as essential so we were still in the office every single day during COVID we were still on site every single day during COVID um there wasn't like a hey we're gonna like shut down and not do anything um we were still having a Go on site and do work and stuff like that. And our guys were still in the shop, um, put building stuff and putting stuff together. Um, so you know, just being strategic and you know, like looking into, um, like, like I also help clients look into government contracts, right? Like looking at things that aren't going to go away when a recession hits. You know, like Amazon blew up during COVID. <laughs> yeah, they did. They I should have bought that. <laughs> up. Right. So being, you know, so so I, I also help, you know, clients get government contracts in that aspects where, you know, if if things do hit the fan, you know, you have another income stream to go into to where like you know you'll be fine. Um and and again, that's where my my chief of start hat comes into play is because I'm like, okay, let's get multiple income streams coming in, let's start now. being strategic about it now so that when shit hits the fan you're fine you're not you know flustered and trying to figure out oh my gosh my income no you have 10 incomes lined up you don't need to worry you know so you know working on stuff like that um with my clients also to make sure that you know they're they're secure in that aspect
0: i think it was warren buffett that said something along the lines of um Said, man three of my companies just went bankrupt um but the other thousand are doing well <laughs> right right
1: right because I mean if, if you have if you have only one income then you know if that one job or that one project goes away you're kind of screwed because you're relying on it so then you become desperate and you don't want to become you know desperate in in any economy in any job you know at all
0: yeah um, you mentioned you starting a fund. Are you starting one fund or multiple funds?
1: Uh, multiple. I'm I'm in the process of you know legal with that now. So trying to figure out, you know, everything with that aspect.
0: Okay. Um that was pretty much all the questions I have. Uh okay. let me take, take everyone off of mute. Uh, make sure. Nobody had any questions or comments. Hey, Angel, I appreciate you uh, you joining. I can't wait for our uh, our podcast. Um, does anybody have any questions or comments for Crystal? Crystal this is Crystal. Melvin Fairby. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, I hear you. I'm I'm the ghost in the uh, art gallery with Presley, so I'm here. I'm not on, I'm not on the screen now. Okay. Uh, you you mentioned a bad experience with a team member. Um, um can you go into how you select your service professionals so as chief of staff what do you look for in a lawyer and accountant gc um i've gone into in past podcasts how we kind of you know vet a team uh, that you're going to go into deals with but how do you vet your professionals that work alongside you um so i i vet them by you know meeting them uh you know seeing how they are from up Personal standpoint, um, and then you know what kind of projects that they've worked on, um, and kind of seeing you know if, if we can work together. Um, I always like to uh, kind of put them on a on a test run to see if you know a they'll they'll try to screw me on the deal, you know, like try to take me off and then um, and then you know try to take it for themselves, um, and I'll give people you know chances um or a chance in that aspect um and if i see that they do then i'll i'll just completely take them off um so that i never work with um them again but you know going through their profiles, you know, talking with them, uh, meeting up with them for, you know, a couple of meetings, trying to figure out how they are as a person, um, you know, what they've worked on, what their ambitions are, what their goals are, um, you know, seeing if it's all about greed and money, or if it's about like making change, if we're on the same page, um, if we're on the same page, then you know then then I'll give them a chance. i'll I'll work with them. But if I figure out, you know I, I found out from another person that this person was you know trying to screw me on the deal. Um, so that's kind of how I, you know vet people. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Any more questions or comments from anybody? this uh this podcast is oddly light because i think like everybody else they're trying to get their kids ready for school next week
1: oh yeah <laughs> yeah I've definitely so for the past three days Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because school started back up
0: yes and that's mine right. is going to start in high school next week oh boy yeah, yeah oh boy so that's going to be fun that'll yeah. be
1: interesting
0: i have a high schooler which is weird <laughs> <sighs> yeah right. good luck well do you have any nuggets or special comments or anything that you would like to leave with the
1: audience before we leave? Um, man, uh, I would say a lot, um, I know. <laughs> but... Uh, a little a little snippet, I, I guess I would say, uh, is, you know, if, if you have goals and ambitions and dreams and, you know, things that you're wanting to do in life to, to never give up. And, you know, if, if people tell you that you're not good enough, don't listen to them. Only listen to you and what you know that you're capable of and that you're learning and growing every single day. Um, and to, to never give up on your dreams and don't give up on it for anybody or anything. Uh, and know your worth know what you bring to the table and don't let anybody try to take it from you as well yeah my little my little snippet
0: I know you want to unpack a lot because yeah
1: I, I <laughs> can unpack that a lot uh yeah
0: well I appreciate you so much for coming on um I knew it was going to be amazing and, and you didn't disappoint at all uh and I really no thank you back chance to be able to meet you and learn more about you and be able to give all that you were able to give me to the rest of the world so um if you're watching this on one medium or if you're if if you're watching this is probably either on one of the social media platforms or youtube you can also see the whole interview um see the whole interview on youtube or listen to it on pretty much most of the uh podcast outlets google Podcasts, itunes and all that stuff so I appreciate you, Crystal, for joining. Yeah, and, you're welcome. Um, anytime you want to join again, just let me know. And I'll bring okay. you back. And uh, I just I appreciate you.
1: Okay, sounds good. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Crystal. Bye. All right, bye.